Nadia. And I'm Connie. This is Wonder, Wonder Womb. This is episode four, and we're joined by one of Connie's closest friends, Narissa Bradley, to talk about healing, female relationship, and mm-hmm. friendship. Amazing stuff. Welcome, Narissa. Narissa, thank you for joining us on this episode. Um, you were... You are still Connie's friend, but you were living with her and helping her on her journey during the really important times of her life. So please, without further ado, let us know who you are, what you're doing right now. Introduce yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, my name is Narissa. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I'm one of uh, Connie's closest friends. Um, and I um, am a singer and an actor, a singing teacher. Um, a speaker, so I would say like an all-around artist, creative, and um, and yeah, that's a bit about me. And I also live in London, UK now, so um, uh, kind of far from from Canada waters or Canada soil, but um, uh, but you know, happy to be joining from this part of the world. Thank you. It's a good evening for you right now, right? So it's really exciting to have like one of Connie's friends here to kind of add to Connie's story and and share a glimpse of like what it was like for Connie before I guess she kind of began her healing journey and a little bit about the after, especially as someone that you, you were there with her before and after, like receiving her, being in her energy, being in a relationship with her. So I guess as Connie was battling PCOS, do you remember what that time was like? Um, between both of you as a friendship and I think you were roommates as well for a while so mm-hmm. how was how were you receiving Connie as she was like just starting to like figure out her health stuff um I think if it's specific to her health stuff um it was kind of internal like she wasn't really expressing all that was kind of happening within her yeah. but I think externally in terms of our interactions and things um we would have these like good chats but then there would be also moments where she would be um a bit on edge maybe um not really vocalizing maybe what was kind of going on for her but she seemed a bit more on edge um a little more um uh just there was some kind of separation between us, I felt, uh, at times. Um, so I would say those would be like the two main things I noticed kind of before. Um, and, and maybe there was like some sort of uh, um, emotional uh, ups and downs as well. Um, like some anger or, um, I wouldn't say like rage, but like sadness, there was, there was a lot more intense emotion. Maybe that's what I would say, um, during this period of time. Connie, it's like, true. Oh, yeah. I'm over here. Like Nerissa is such an angel for like, how did she be with me? <laughs> I'm over here, like, I was so angry. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the time, you know, I was like really caught up in the whole like BIPOC, that narrative around okay. being like that kind of actress, like be like really up against my identity in the okay. world, right? Mm. And being like yeah. that, a- that that angry ethnic girl everywhere I went. So I'm yeah. like, I am fully responsible for what I created with you, Narissa. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just remember <laughs> Narissa was always so great. I remember I I sought her out because I was like, I want to live with yeah, I want to live with Narissa. I think. 
And then we went out for dinner, and I was like, hey, like, are you looking for somewhere to live? Like, can I move in with you? And it was so perfect because the week before, or like a couple days before, my roommate at the time had said that she wanted to live in her own space. So then Connie just like, whoa, came into like, it was divine alignment, just like within like a day, less than a week, she was just like, are you looking to live with someone? I was like, yes. Um, newly brand newly and you know just in terms of timing like what are the odds in terms of that like there are 365 days in a year (laughs) just most of those days I was not I did not have space to have a new person living with me so um so yeah yeah so I I reached out to Narissa and I was like I want to live with you (laughs) and it was like a couple days after my roommate at the time had said she was going to be like moving out to live on her own. So it was like a divine alignment that, um, Connie reached out to me at the time that she did because, you know, I just happened to need someone, uh, and she was somebody that I already knew, but we didn't really know each other that well at the time either. We'd met once in yoga. Okay. So you met once in yoga and then you already knew, felt like you wanted to live we were always in each other's spaces. Circles of friends? No. Oh. Like, we'd actually never ran into each other, but we were always... I, somehow, we were, like, talking in this yoga class. We started talking in the locker room because it's just me and her. Yeah. And then she, it came about, you were from Windsor. And I was like, I'm from Windsor. Oh. Like, what high school did you go to? I went to the schools, like, right across, like, the ditch from each other. <laughs> and then... And then... And then... Um, and then, we, and then we were like, oh, we live down the street yeah. from one another. And we both lived in that area for the last, like, two years around the corner from each other. Yeah. For, like, two years. And we went to the same university. Yeah. Same city, same neighboring high schools, same university, and same corner, like, corners of the of the area. Like, so we were kind of in each other's vicinity all this time. But so we just walked back from yoga together and like walked to our respective corners around from each other. And then we didn't hang out from what I remember at all. Like a year. She just messaged oh. me randomly and was like, hey, are you looking for a roommate? <laughs> Even though we just only had this one conversation. That's incredible. You gotta follow your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Because so much has unfolded since then. Mm-hmm. And I guess. Yeah. You're admitting, like, you were, like, in a state where there was, like, yeah, you were going through some things, anger. Where was that from? Like, what stage of your journey were you at where the anger was coming from? Mm-hmm. I think it was just repressed uh, from childhood. Growing up in a family where I'm not supposed to be that way. Okay. You're not supposed to say stuff like that. You can't act out. I think it was all just coming to the surface. Okay. And it's just, like, who... It was just, like, me up against myself all the time. And then, like, coming out in all conversations with who I was being. With, like... Okay. But especially like, the person that you live with too, right? It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Nurse is like, yes. Okay, so, I would know. <laughs> okay, so Nurse, you're living with her, and you see, like, you know, you have this great, these great conversations, and then there's these highs and lows. Like, what, what sparks you to say, hey, girl, would you consider? Like, what was like, what made you have that conversation with Connie? What was the first thing you, you kind of? was trying to recommend for her well I think it's interesting like you know Connie has such a beautiful like essence in nature and just who she is is amazing and I could see that even though she had like these like kind of sharp edges 
based on things that she had been through and, and, and some anger that she was holding. So I could just see beyond that because we had this great connection. Um, and I could just see the difference, like dissolving a lot of that would make for her, um, for her just to be. So, um, and I could just tell that that was just something that released would just be a whole nother access to like living for her. So, um, I think what sparked it was just my own journey and doing self-development work. And it was like, here's somebody that's amazing that I live with, that I know this could really make a difference for, given who she's, who she is, what she's up to, and um, how much I know she wants to like live a great life, um, to be at her best. So it was just a natural, um, natural thing for me to share with her, um, and invite her to different things and share with her different ideas and things that I was doing and posting and stuff like that. And, um, I think the journey kind of began from there, but that was the initial reason. Did you receive the invite right away or was there some hesitancy? No, it's so true. Like Narissa is so great. I'm like thinking about, it. I'm like, Oh yeah. And I was like, no, I was so up. I guess I was like, no, no. And it's funny. It's like, and she would invite all the time and yeah. I'd be like, so up against it and be like, no, like not receive the contribution ever. Yeah. But now I was hearing it from the other side, having like now like yeah. gone the whole course and stuff. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm like, but what did she have to do? It was just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like losing what I'm saying. I think, I think what I would, how I would, the attitude I would use was like seething. There was like this like low key, like seething anger. Oh. You know, where it wouldn't be like erupted. It was just like, hmm. <laughs> it's true it's like a simmer i, I was like simmering i was simmering yeah so i don't think everyone could see it but because i lived with you like because i lived with her i, I could see it okay. um yeah and, but i didn't take it personally like i knew it wasn't me i just knew it was like something that was there over where she was yeah yeah it was so inauthentic but like this <laughs> is just there like Holding space, like, you holding know, space, yeah. holding space. So that was really great. Yeah. And I don't think I actually allowed for Nerissa to contribute until, like, way later, after I had done the whole Vipassana meditation. Yes. That kind of journey until I started stepping into self-development, like, courses that Nerissa was talking about. Okay. Well, yeah. no, you did, because I invited you to an art event that I ran, and you were like, okay, yeah, I'll go. And going, she connected with... Um, Sarah and then she was like sign me up for what you're doing and then there was like an openness to that so there was a window of opening um that you had at the time it's just it was little yeses that led to like bigger and bigger openings that um, would lead you to where you are now but it was definitely like so you weren't 100 percent closed off like definitely not um it was just you know just a bit protective and, and in some ways. Um, but yes, you, you definitely said yes to the first event that I ran and that led you to start taking steps just from, just from a bit of art and expression invitation. Yeah. It's true. So what are some things that you do for your own healing ongoing, Marissa? Um, I've done a lot of different work in the past. Um, so I'm not sure if you mean what I've done in the past or what I'm doing now, which one? How about right now? 
Right now, um, I, I do a lot of journaling. Um, I find that very grounding and healing for me. Um, I listen to a lot of mantra music and, um, recite some of those for myself as well. Um, and just a lot of like the basic, uh, things that you would think like nature walks, um, music, writing, um, those would be the things that I'm doing now in terms of practice. Um, I haven't went for a, a physical healing in a while, um, but also visualizing as well, I would say. Yeah, those would be the main things that I do now. Okay, so after Narissa's like been coaching you, trying to plant the seed, what are some things that you begin to partake in your healing? Yeah. So I started life activation, did life activation with Sarah from where, how, where I met at um, Nurse's like art event. Okay. And then I um, started Vipassana meditation, so the silent meditation retreat. And that had a huge impact on me because I went away for 10 days and I came back to our apartment and I basically just meditated the whole, like for the, until I like moved out. Which was, because I, I went away in end of January. Then I came back and I just continued to meditate in my room. And like no one up. knew. Yeah, no one really. I was like, wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I just sit there and meditate for like hours and hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant only, only nurse yeah. Nurse knew. Yeah. But no one else really did because I was just like, I don't know. Nurse is so great. I could tell her anything. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. No judgment. Exactly. She's just like clearing for like self-expression and like authenticity. Yeah. So I was just like, this is what I'm doing with my room now. <laughs> and then I think I, I went, I was moving out July 1st or some of that summer. And I just continued to meditate up until, up until then. And I was trying all sorts of different things. Like Nursa would share about uh, Tantra yeah. work and then the artist way and like all sorts of things that we both started to share with each like other. exchange. Yeah. It's like a book of knowledge of magical mis- mis- mystery things. And I think what was interesting about that time as well is that like, like Connie was still continuing the um, Vipassana uh, meditation practice with like an hour in the morning, an hour in the evening. I think you must sometimes did like an, in the afternoon as well. Um, and then sometimes when we'd be having conversations, she's like, okay, great. Good conversation. Like I'm going to go meditate now. <laughs> And she would like kind of, with this sort of schedule where she was waking up super early and going to bed really early. So there was that. And then I remember her like, um, like just one day coming out from her room and being like, you know what? I think I'm going to stop eating meat. And like one day being like, I think I'm going to stop doing, there was something else. And like in phases, she was like, I'm going to, she just became like more conscious and like, I'm going to stop having like, or drinking for a while. I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to stop drinking and then I'm going to stop like eating meat. And then I'm going to stop doing something else. And so she was like doing all these like phases of making changes, but it was all coming from within her, not from like a, it would be a good idea if you do this. Kind yeah. of mm-hmm. It was more like conscious choices arising from within, um, and then taking those actions. I guess one thing that you're both artists and creators, so you both shared the artist's way. I guess what how did that impact 
in, as you talked about it amongst yourselves and sharing that experience with you, like how did the artist's way influence your practice as actors and, and artists? I think, Nerissa, you shared it with me. You're like, nah. yeah. And I was like, what is this? And at this point, I think we had moved. I had We weren't living together when I started the artist's okay, way. Okay. But either way, I was like, Nerissa became like a bestie. And um, for me, it was like looking at, I wish I kept my first journal from the artist's way because it was just like filled with self-deprecating thoughts. Yeah, because when you, you do your morning like pages. Yes. Like, that's what, that's, like, a big part of it. Like, you read the chapters, and then um, you do, th- like, in the morning you wake up and you write three full pages, and it's just, like, f- f- stream of consciousness. And I just remember it being so, like, sad and just, like, pathetic. But but it was so real. Like, yeah. yeah, it was just, like, this, like, vomit. And just, like, what was great is, like, you get to highlight and see how my thoughts were. And, like, even just doing that for the first, I, was, I think it's, like, 12 or 14 chapters, just, like, those three months I, I sense a huge shift in my self-confidence and that anything I say like my word creates really? yeah I'd be like yeah I need to cr- make some money maybe this or this or this and then things would just like show up yeah it's super yeah. it's very magnetic like writing and journaling is very magnetic yeah and that's I mean I still say journaling <laughs> because I think for anyone who has another morning page, like the, sorry, the artist's way, yeah. journaling is like the more accessible term without having to explain morning pages in full. But like when I say journaling, I really mean like I'm doing morning pages, which is just that stream of consciousness writing um, that is very like meditative and um, uh, effective in that you're just expressing yourself fully without filtering and seeing what's there for you. And then at the end of the three pages, um, I find for myself specifically, like I, I do arrive somewhere that's a little bit more positive, a bit more conscious, a bit more kind to myself. And, um, I'm then able to continue with my day. So that's when, um, yeah, that's what I'd say the impact or the effectiveness is of it. Mm -hmm. So you're on this spiritual path and healing like, Nerissa, you have, like, a first-hand glimpse of, like, how did Connie begin to transform? You kind of touched upon it, but we're, like, what? how did your relationship change um, as yeah. Connie began to transform? Well, I think it was, it was interesting, like, with how she was sharing with me the journey in terms of what she was becoming aware of and the decisions she wanted to make in terms of changes for herself. Like, coming out one day and saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to stop drinking, I'm going to stop eating meat, I'm going to do whatever else she started, she just lost so much weight, um, within a short period of time as well, because she was shedding all these layers of like, um, thoughts and emotions and and things that she was carrying that didn't serve her. So she looked like a new human. (laughs) Um, she, she became lighter, um, in every aspect, not just in terms of her physical, uh, presence and like, Um, but just her energy around things was just like more like there was ease and lightness that wasn't quite there before because of the like under the surface sort of anger and, um, sort of on edgeness, um, that you could say was there, um, kind of was swept away and she was just more present and available and just open and, um, yeah, yeah. And, and there was that lightness that just came from the process, too. Mm-hmm. 
How were you feeling? And like, what stage of your PCOS were you at? Mm-hmm. So at this point, I was it, the, my PCOS. It was there, but it wasn't something that I was willing to address just yet. Like okay. to, to people, um, and I don't think it really came up until I got into a relationship with my ex. Because then I could really see as like, oh gosh, like, how do I? I haven't like I just it was just so confronting because I wasn't sharing with like my partner even. Okay. So I'm not sharing with my friends, I'm sharing with my partner. So I, I didn't really start full on sharing until like that breakup happened. So I would say okay. that was like a big uh, transformative time for me was like learning when to like standing up for myself and like, yeah, ending that relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. But just to go back with like with Narissa though, um, yeah, I just found like as our relationship developed, we were just sharing more and more of like the different modalities that we were doing and like and it's just great to have someone because like uh, how, how who nurses for me is like the most magical creature oh. like anything that she says she create it just like happens in like the most divine way too there's no like forced effort there is effort of course like you work yeah but there's like so it's so it's, it's, flowing. it's so angelic and i'm like how how <laughs> teach me it's sensei. so fun no it's so fun to hear what like nurse is up to i'm like wow she's like the possibility of possibilities okay mm -hmm. thank you that's such a kind like <laughs> generous acknowledgement i love how you created me with that thank you <laughs> it's so nice to like i don't know i've been able to ask this because i don't think this is the of this bone in your body but like when women and like being friends and relationships, oftentimes it can be competitive. You're both artists, I guess. What motivated you to support Connie, I guess, instead of like being like, bye, bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you're like crazy, bye. Like, I don't think that's in you, but you there is a choice. Like, we all have a choice. And you obviously chose like to be supportive and be a friend. But like, where did that come from for you? You know, as much as Connie just gave to me, like, and what she just last said, there's so much to say about who she is as just an extraordinary person with, like, such a big commitment to the world and, like, with a vision for herself and for the people that she loves and then the difference she wants to make out in the world. And I just could see that. Like, there was you know, this other stuff that was kind of holding her back or kind of keeping her in and not like being, um, as connected or as, um, light as she would have liked to be. But I could see her nature and her essence and her beauty and her light that just was always there. Right. So, um, I couldn't not just withhold, um, the information or the, uh, the things that made a difference for me because I just love her and <laughs> could see that these things could make a difference for her furthering along on her own journey. And not to say that like there was anything wrong with Connie at this time. Like, I just want to be super clear about that. Um, I thought she was amazing. That's why we lived together and all that stuff. There was just some stuff that was there for her that was in the way of like what she wanted to have and accomplish and feel on a day-to-day -day basis that like this, um, work has like allowed her to, um, to have and to progress in these ways. So, um, 
yeah. So there was never any sort of like, I'm going to hold on to this or like, I'm going to just like focus on me and yeah. like be my own like bad bitch kind of thing and like get all the opportunities or something. It was just like natural to share, um, because of who she is, because of our relationship. And also, I guess just because, um, I guess it's just what good friends do for one another, you know? Yeah. What I'm really getting from this, Marissa, like, thank you for being a contribution and standing for me and what you saw for myself, for, for like, for me. And what's there is, like, what I'm hearing is Narissa also doing the work, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like you see in others what you see in yourself. And, mm. and yeah, it's only a shows, like, what Narissa has done for herself so she can, like, clear, you know, her filtering and really see people for who they are and not, like come from a place of trauma or wound or yeah. all that, right? Or judgment. Or judgment, jealousy, yeah. all that stuff that, uh, yeah, that's there for humans. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Wow. And how is your relationship now? <laughs> it's great. I feel like I could call more. I'm over here oh, like, oh. No judgment. I should call more. No so judgment. <laughs> relationship isn't based on the number of text messages or phone calls or in-person visits um if it was that then you know it would be very different in the world but um the connection that we have and the love that we have for each other is so full and authentic and genuine and um full um you know, I, I know that Connie sees me, um, as I am and, um, it's always uplifting me in her words and in her actions. And, um, and I have the same for her and everything that she's up to, um, in all aspects of life. And I think that there is just like so much love that we're able to express, um, when we're physically together, but also just in our words and our language, because there isn't that other stuff that's holding us back as well now. Um, I think through the work that we've done, the personal development work, the healing work, I can allow you to be more heart-centered and more open heart, which means that your relationships in your life just become more fulfilling, rewarding, and whole, it feels like, and you feel that way, and with the other person, um, and your relationship itself, because there is just that, um, that work that's been done that allows you to have just a, a better, healthier, more loving relationship. So yeah, I think our relationship's great. Yeah. See, it's great. It's true. No, and like, and what I really get from like my time with Narissa and what we've created is like, it's really become, it's, it's not, it's a non-transactional relationship. It's mm. like, it's unconditional. Unconditional. Right? Like when we talk, it's like whatever Narissa says, I'm like, me too. I'm going through this. I'm like, oh, me too. She could talk all day. I'm like, me too. <laughs> it's always been that way, though. Yeah. It's, even from the start, from the start, it's been like yeah. that. I'm like, me too. <laughs> so that's what's great. Like, it's real, like, soul sister yeah. kind of vibe. Like, always in similar places mm-hmm. in our own way. And then she says something. She just gets me. I say something. I... Or she, 
reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just get each other, and we don't have to finish our sentences or say things in the cleanest, um, most succinct ways. It's like, I know what I'm going to express here might be messy and she's got me. And if she says something that's kind of messy and unclear, I've got her. And that's just such a beautiful space to be in, in a, in, in a friendship and a relationship. So, yeah. It's true. And there's just so much inspiration as well. Yeah. You know? Like for sure. seeing everything that Connie's like developed and her journey and the work she's done has inspired me in the same way that I know some of those stuff that I did inspired her. So it's like this, you know, cycle of, of, of exchange and inspiration that we get to share with one another. It's true. Yeah. And what I love that you just said about like being messy, right? Um, I think I think there was a lot there for me around like not wanting to make a mess with people Ooh. in my words, what I say, and just to be around, especially like healing my body yeah. at that time. Um, it's it's yeah, it's very it's a vulnerable thing to do. It's a new thing to do and to really own up to and to acknowledge. And yeah. like, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just not make a mess. I'm just like that. Yeah, like you know, like word vomit on people. I'm like that, but like fully. <laughs> fully know that that's what I'm doing and I'm just discovering it for myself um it's a really great space to be in to be held like that and be like oh and then just to go on the journey together like discovering together like what am I saying like what do you mean and I'm like I don't know but it's coming up yeah you know it's like really creating uh uh, so I don't have to be alone in it as well just creating partnership as well uh yeah it's really great when did you start telling your friends about your PCOS? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good question. You know, like... Um, I think it's always come up, but it always came from a place of, like, it's a genetic disorder, so there's nothing I can do about yeah. it. So I'd be like, yeah, I have PCOS. Big whoop. Yeah. I'll have it for the rest of my life. And it didn't, I, it didn't start coming up until I declared to myself, I'm healing this. Okay. Yeah. So... That, that, that was later on. And then I think I started sharing with Narissa later on about, like, the healings I was doing with Sarah. Yeah. The plant-based stuff. Really seeing that, like, at that time when I was meditating in my room. Like, I would wonder why I'm sitting there. I'm like, something is going on. I'm like, why am I just sitting here meditating all day? But, like, I couldn't help it. Like, my body would just, like, rise up and be like, bitch, get up. <laughs> rise up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like... You gotta work through your shit. And I'm just sitting there like... (laughs) (laughs) Like, something was, like... was you? I was being used. Like, I was being guided to, like, clear my stuff. And I was like, I know. I'm not gonna regret this. But right now, like, it's early. I'm tired. Like... (laughs) But I gotta do this. You're compelled. I gotta do it, yeah. But during that time, I just got to rewire everything. I got to rework so much of myself. Um, And then from... But that, that, that was, like, the great training, like, a new way of thinking. So then uh, I could just see how that was the basis and the foundation for, for, for who I am now in, like, mentally. Okay. Right? Mentally, like, yeah, just, like, how I work my thoughts. And so I could just, like, catch it now or be more aware of, like, what's going on. Like, this is, this is some weird thoughts that I'm having. Or, like, where's this coming from? And then be able to work through it. Um, why am I sharing this? I think no, it has perfect. to do, yeah, like, I think it has to do with, um, then sharing with my friends around, like, healing my, healing polycystic ovarian syndrome, and then how it's, like, 
I'm doing that, declaring it, and then... It's part of it. Exactly. It's just, like, noticing it, now I'm sharing it, and here we go. Yeah, but, you know, my only memory of hearing about it was maybe, like, once, like, I have this, it's genetic, and then I think a couple weeks later, like, very shortly after, it was, like, I'm healing this. Um, I didn't really hear it earlier before, and I don't know if it was just something that you just wanted to kind of keep within you. I think that's something that you said, like it wasn't something you felt like you needed to talk about, but it was very soon after that, that you were like, this is what I'm doing to heal this. Great. Amazing. Yeah. Well, like this has been just like a really good glimpse into like female relationship and friendship and divine timing of like how you folks were like destined and like needed to meet to kind of support and help each other and grow but also like Connie was like a, like a little bit of a nudge to be like this is the way yeah <laughs> that's why but you sought it out you created that opportunity mm-hmm. which is wild and incredible well I think there's something so beautiful about like roommates and also women coming together and sharing the same space like we know um when women are super close, they'll start having like periods at the same time and things like that. And so just having this like space that we could share together and grow and exchange and be in our own flow at similar times and stuff, um, and have uh, our own transformations that we could share with one another on this like red couch in the little living room that we had um it was just it was very symbolic and um just very meaningful but also just to say like I think there are no accidents in life and the fact that we were always so physically close to one another but had never met like since we were kids like physically close to one another and had never met it was only a matter of time that we were supposed to meet um, and like be able to have each other in each other's lives, but also make a difference at a remarkable time in our lives. And then now continue to make that difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for being with us, Narissa. What's there for you, What's there for you to acknowledge? I like, oh, she just, yeah, she just gets it. Like Narissa, like the way you speak is so clear. Mm-hmm. I love that. Really Thank summed you. it up. In such a effective way. Aww. <laughs> really got it. Thank you for being with us today. All the way across the pond, so to speak. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Well, it's still like a little bit light. The sun has, it's going down, but it's, <laughs> um, but no, it's been such an honor and a pleasure. I'm always just, I'm one of Connie's biggest fans um, in all aspects of what she has accomplished and done um, for her life, you know, not just as an artist, but just in all aspects of life. So, yeah. Thank you, Narissa. I love you so much. And I acknowledge you for being bold, being vulnerable, courageous, and a powerful creator in the world. Like the world is so much better with you shining your light and being who you are. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So appreciate that. I received that. Thank you. Thanks, Narissa. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Wow. Amazing episode as always. Narissa dropped some 
amazing knowledge and like a really nice glimpse into like your friendship relationship and how you both have helped each other mm-hmm. over the years that was yeah. amazing she's a keeper so if you like this episode don't forget to give us a thumbs up and subscribe below and follow us on itunes and spotify Party.